Welcome to the experience, Share. It's a Pokemon it's, podcast. I don't know how to do this one. No, I don't know how to launch this it. one. Um, let's see. It's a tough one today, just because it's like an older movie, so it's, sometimes it's hard to talk about. 91? Yeah. Felt a little... I guess it felt... I don't know. It kind of had a timeless quality to it a little bit. Yeah. Smells like Teen Spirit is just out, maybe? 91? Yeah, probably. I think maybe the Super Nintendo is debuting. No, that's you're way off. Yeah, it smells like Teen Spirit, September tenth, nineteen ninety one. So that's the vibe. You, Super you, Nintendo, so you said so I said Super Nintendo's maybe just debuting. Yeah, and you said I'm way off. And yeah. you want to know when the Super Nintendo debuted? Ninety three in North America on August twenty third, nineteen ninety one. Okay, fine, whatever. We'll cut that. <laughs> um, Super Nintendo's debuting. This year, uh, what else do I know? Is about? it? Yeah, <laughs> ninety-one. And you just you knew that, huh? Yeah, I just know this stuff. I have a kind wow. of wow, <laughs> what a mind, encyclopedic memory for this type of stuff for the nineties. <sighs> um, it's a beautiful movie, of course. Beautiful. Yeah, it's my. Did we say the name of the movie is called My Girl? My Girl. And it's something that you've sort of been. You've been like, yeah, s- summoning. You've been like, I've been d- doing s- like a ritual, for manifesting it for, almost for, as long as we've been doing the podcast. I would say longer than that. I would say um, close to thirty-one years. Yeah, because <laughs> I keep saying I haven't seen the it. thing about this movie is I've never s- seen it. I never. I've, seen I had it. never seen it, but I kn- I knew something happened where. According to you, and I didn't know. It's bees. There's bees. No, I didn't even know it was bees. Because yeah. all I know is that Macaulay Culkin passes, and I also thought it was oh, I don't think Chum- he does Chumsky. for this one. Oh, you didn't? No. And where did you... Did you finish the movie, or did you drop yeah, off? Yeah, I, ca- I, well, I caught it. I caught the whole thing. I don't... Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think it's mostly... So it's mostly just a movie about... Um, just a nice girl, and she rides like a young bike. Young love. Yeah. Yeah, and she doesn't be kissed sort with... of. It's like f- funny. She's like a mortician's daughter. Yeah, Dan She's Aykroyd. Like with hilarious. And in a lot of ways, it's the it's a movie about his uh, romance with Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, with Jamie Lee Curtis from uh, True Lies. From True Lies, yeah, which yeah. would have been I think it's several years after this. Yes, exactly. So she would go on to do some of her better work. <laughs> this is sort of a, a like, springboard. Yes, springboard. Launching her into true lies. Yeah. Lovely movie, lyrical. I think nothing bad happens in it that I can think of. Yeah. Don't you think? I can think of a couple bad things. Yeah. Um, her grandma's kind of losing her yeah. her senses And a she bit. ruins a funeral. She ruins a funeral, which is pretty hard to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's like gets, pretty, everyone's already in a pretty bad everyone's mood. Everyone's in as bad a mood as you can possibly imagine. <laughs> and I'm sure someone even had the thought, well, it can't get worse than this. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then, then like it does. Because the grandma is kind with of... dementia. She's or, wa- her mind is wandering, and she like... She doesn't speak much, except sometimes she'll just burst into show tunes. Hello, 
the end of a brief episode. So All right, Ma. So it's make okay. it one for my baby and one more for the road. Very, very sorry. Yeah. And that's pretty tragic. That made me a little sad. That made me a little sad, yeah. Um, and then does anything else sad happen? Some of this business around like Anna Chomsky's mom and yeah. how she died in childbirth. Sorry, whenever someone says bad shit, I like, I'll cover my ears and I sing that oh, okay. song. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll skip that. And yeah, if and there's was, anything else, bad, it was actually one of my. Um, I guess we should just let's say let's just do this as sort of a disclaimer at the top, like a blanket statement. Yeah, sort of at will and at any given moment without any warning. Yeah, this whole episode is. Uh, <laughs> tearful moment. Tearful moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, for no reason in particular. Yeah, but we can we can mood, summon like that the mood at of any the film, moment. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. And if you're listening um, at home and, and you don't want to be sad when that happens, just cover your ears and sing that song. Do the do a Yeah. You know what? She should have been singing instead of that. What? Uh, my girl. Yeah, my girl. It's a question. I guess I'll just ask it now. Who's girl? I mean, who's my? Who's me? I guess I'll I guess I'll look. You're gonna look it up. I'm asking you to speculate. This is English class. I'm the professor. I have there's no need to speculate. That's what we do. We're talking we're asking Brian Brian Grazer. Who's oh who's who's that? Um they founded Imagine Entertainment in nineteen eighty six with Ron Howard. The films they produce have grossed over okay. fifteen billion. Okay. Uh, he's won four Academy Awards for Splash, Apollo thirteen, A Beautiful Mind, and Frost Nixon. Okay, and and he's the producer of. So uh, you think Girl. it's the producer? Yeah. Why would I? Th- what? Who? Who else would it be? Okay. So in the film "My Own Private Idaho," the the, the me is. You want me to look that up? Pro- you no, know, I. It's okay. It was just a thought experiment. I don't need My to know own specifically. Private Idaho is um. Who's that produced by? That's um. Lori Parker. Okay. Do you uh, want me to dig deeper on Laurie Parker? Are you good? No, there? that's fine. What about in the film Mac and Me, the alien movie? The me yeah, is, I'll... in your opinion, <laughs> the producer. No, it's um, that would be uh, Mark Damon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for answering the question. We should yeah. say a little bit about um, this film and everything that happens in it. Oh, my tearful moment was yeah. Dan Aykroyd was uh, <laughs> having a conversation with Jamie Lee Curtis. And we will get into the yeah. dramatis personae in a moment here, but she asks, um, he's describing, it's like their first date, and he's yeah. describing um, how his wife died in childbirth. Oh, yeah. Do a do a diddy dum diddy day. <laughs> and it sort of works for him. Yeah, it really works. It gives her a lady boner, doesn't it? It was. Oh, did I ruin this? And I guess we we will be inviting a couple of sort of experts on like okay. romance and kissing on yeah. the episode later. Yeah. So maybe we can ask them about that. The whole sort of like yeah, whether talking that's about your your wife dying in childhood. Sad shit. Yeah. So anyway, Jamie Lee Curtis says, "Do you think she met like got a chance to meet Anna Chomsky, my girl?" Right, my girl. Yeah. Uh, the di- what director of, of Brian's girl. Yeah, Brian's girl. Yeah. <laughs> Did she ever see Veda? Yeah, and Dan Aykroyd thinks thinks perhaps she did. I brought the baby into the room a couple of times. Uh, she opened her eyes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think she saw Veda. And I cried out loud. Yeah, fun movie. Um, very let's fun see. movie. And, that, and that's just like that's just a, a story they tell in passing in like a dating montage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> First date montage. So we'll. I guess we'll say the film. Let's see. Um, Anna Chomsky. Yes. Any relation um, to Noam Chomsky? Yep. It's okay. his wife. <laughs> okay. Is a young girl living in the 60s. And she is... 70s, the, yep. Okay. The daughter... Yeah, that's right, because it's Nixon's running for president. Yep. Yeah, and then, like, at the end of the movie, they have a, a scene where, like, her new friend is like, weird summer. And she was yeah. like, yeah, tough, but at least Nixon is, get, like... <laughs> Getting reelected. Yeah, she's really excited about Nixon. This like nine year old is really excited about Nixon getting reelected. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Why did this movie happen? Let's see. Um, she belongs to a man who runs a funeral parlor. And yeah, and uh, it's his daughter. Her and mommy she's, is he's hit her dad. Dead. Dead. Died of childbirth. We covered that. Yeah. Um, so she sort of got this fascination with death. It's the movie starts with her sort of listing every like near death experience she had and every kind of ailment that could have taken her down. I was born jaundiced. Once I sat on a toilet seat at a truck stop and caught hemorrhoids. Yeah, she got hemorrhoid from a toilet seat. And then she's like... She's she, obsessed with death. She's basically like like WebMD before WebMD existed. Mm-hmm. She like thinks she has the symptoms for everything. And she's constantly going to the nurse. And nobody can figure out what's wrong with her. And her dad is too depressed to care about it. Dad, I don't want to upset you, but my left breast is developing at a significantly faster rate than my right. It can only mean one thing. Cancer. I'm dying. Okay, sweetie, hand me the mayonnaise out of the fridge. But then, lo and behold, Jamie Lee Curtis from True Lies uh, applies for a job because she thinks that it's a makeup artist job, but it is a makeup Now you're losing me. You're saying too many names. Okay, perfect. I think we should take a step back, Jack. Yeah. And do it again. Um, What's it called? Dramatis Personae. Dramatis Personae, yeah. So the film has the following characters in it. Yes. Anna Chomsky. Yeah, Noam Chomsky's daughter. And Brian Grazier's girl. Yes. She is the girl in the movie. She's the girl. She's Brian's girl. And the boy, the boy who There's she's a boy, friends with. And it's Home and Alone. who she does a kiss with. It's Home Alone, yeah. Yeah. Who I think looks like Cyril in this film. Yeah, you think he looks like my beautiful baby child. Yep. Yeah. And we have a rule that we don't like say when someone, like if you look like someone, it's, it's impolite to, even if you think that. That that's a compliment. Someone looks like someone. Yeah. Don't ever tell them, because even if you think it's a compliment... Sometimes it's not. It's not. Or it's not taken that way. But Macaulay Culkin looks a little like Cyril in this film. I saw... Did I tell... Have I told you this? I saw Macaulay Culkin's, like, dripping with irony band at... Uh, The, like, Velvet Underground pizza thing? At North by Northeast, which, don't laugh. (laughs) It's a real (laughs) thing. What is that? (laughs) You can imagine. It's in Toronto. (laughs) Boston? Oh, okay. Yeah, it was called... um, what was it called? Like, I Love Pizza or something. I don't know. I remember, like, reading the Video Gum article about it. It was pretty intense. It was, like, clear that he was working through some shit. It was, like, the premise of his band. This was, like, five years ago, six years ago. The premise of his band 15, was 15, maybe that he would do all Velvet Underground songs, but just replace lyrics Wor- to, like... Words with pizza. Make them about pizza. So, like, instead of all tomorrow's parties, it would be, like, all pizza parties. Yeah. And I've never been in a situation, it was very uncomfortable, but where it felt like the performer had so much just dripping contempt for the audience. 
Yeah. And it was like, it's as bad as that you sound. That it wasn't like, you. It, was, it wasn't good. It wasn't like, the music wasn't good. It wasn't good. Like, it's not hard to cover a Velvet Underground song. Like, I think you and I could probably do it if you gave us a little bit of time. But it we maybe. We do pasta, I think, is like sort of a next. Okay, that's I mean, it's like, that's following the Pizza got. Hut trajectory. Yeah. Anyway, like they started on pizza. They went to pasta. Yeah, but now I think pasta is a pretty lucrative revenue stream for them. It felt like he had some shit that he was trying to work through to do with like unresolved issues with being famous and the relationship between the audience and the celebrity. And uh, it was fucked up, frankly, to be a one side of that. <laughs> from Sicily, made pies traditionally. Pizza Hut said, girl, you must smell some cheese inside that crust. Hey, Gina, take a bite of the wild slice. I'm thinking, I'm, I've got sort of one percolating. But I'm not sure it makes okay. a lot of sense. I feel like you have Velvet taken... Stone Ground, yeah. and I think maybe the Stone Ground is like Stone Ground flour, which you use to yeah. make I pasta. I think you haven't taken the lesson of what I was saying in any way. You just got, immediately got hung up. I think you made the mistake that Macaulay Culkin made, which is <laughs> that it's interesting, thinking that it's interesting to replace Velvet Underground songs with pizza references. No, no, that... no, no, not at all. <laughs> I'm saying pasta. Okay. It's an evolution. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and maybe we do like Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. Stone Temple Pastas. Stone Temple Pastas. Okay, that's perfect. Let's table that. The movie is fine. It's not it's it's fine. It's good. I liked it. I thought it was good actually. I watched I thought it, it was I thought it was fun. It it seems like a movie I probably would have watched in 1991 um because my parents probably thought it looked cute. Yeah. And it was by the producers of Parenthood. Jamie Lee Curtis Shows up at the funeral parlor looking for a makeup job. He's like, it's corpses. She's like, you know what? I need a job. She Great. befriends. She lives in a trailer. Marsha Chomsky. Which isn't an, in, an indictment or anything. She just like. No, it's just a part of the movie. The, yeah. You And her like. Making her boyfriend, the disclaimer made it her seem ex, like. <laughs> well, because it becomes relevant. Her ex-boyfriend yeah. like comes to like reclaim the trailer and she gets kicked out. And yeah. then they decide to, that they're in love and they. That's actually my. Yeah, that's my burn of the week. Uh, it's really funny. Uh, so Dan Aykroyd like starts to show like he's been obviously depressed since the death of his wife like ten years prior, um, but he starts to show some life once it's clear that he and Jamie Lee Curtis are an item. They have a cute kind of dating scenario. This is a romance podcast, and I yeah, guess it's a that's romance the romance. Um, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't our call. We don't make the call on whether or not a thing is romance. Yeah. We fall at the mercy of Vox Populi. Yeah. And that's what Google said. Google said it that's was romance said. It's comedy. a romance comedy. And it's kind of neither and both of those things. And uh, <laughs> It's but really sad. Her, her ex-husband shows up at a 4th of July barbecue to yep. try to get back the motorhome that she's living in. Her ex-husband is like, technically, I own half of this, and so I'm going to take all of it. Yeah. Um, and then he kind of gets in a Dan Aykroyd is just like kind of mopey and then suddenly he just like punches him in the stomach he like fist fights him yeah. and the ex-husband's brother comes out and he's like what the fuck and Dan Aykroyd goes who are you and the brother says I'm his brother and Dan Aykroyd says oh then you'll probably be visiting us here quite often and the brother says why 
And Dan Aykroyd says, Because if he ever tries to take Shelley's camper again, I'm going to bury him in my front yard. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awesome. It's yeah. good. It was really good. Yeah, do you want me awesome. to do my, my yeah, burn? Yeah, we're, we're in burns. Oh, it's, so Anna Chomsky, we haven't gotten to this part yet, but yeah. it's like, it's the summer. Like school's out for the summer. Yeah. And one thing that she wants to do is she has a, she has a huge crush on like her English teacher. Oh yeah, it's funny. Who's just like some guy. She thinks they're gonna get married. I actually thought he was really handsome and charming. He's actor. really handsome and yeah. charming, but he's just like he's a guy. He's just some guy. He <laughs> teaches English. Yeah. He looks like I, I mean you probably don't know this, but like he looks like the teacher that Lisa Simpson gets a crush on in uh, the yeah. Simpsons. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, he's teaching like an adult learning, like creative writing poetry, class. and creative it's really writing f- it's class. pretty fun. There are a lot of funny scenes with that class where they're all yeah. weirdos and, and oh, it, funny it's so ways. much. I mean, it, it, here it comes again. It's dropping. Yeah, you hear that that wail of a baby crying. Oh yeah, here there it there it is, folks. S- the, sing the song and cover your ears if you don't want to hear this. The hardest cry I had yeah. in the whole movie was late in the film after the events of the film take place. Yeah. <laughs> She has written a poem and oh, yeah. is excited to go and read it to her poetry class. But then for some reason, yeah. she's in a, a, a sort of state that I would describe as like mourning-like. Yes. Yeah. As if something bad has happened. But she manages to rise to the occasion and go to poetry class. And this room full of like middle-aged oh, like, yeah. <laughs> hippies. Small and town like creative people, writing hippies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are all very like excited to see her and like give her hugs and like pat her on the back and everything. Um, yeah, it's really sweet. It was very lovely. And well, the whole thing is like when she shows up. The poetry class subplot is actually very nice. Yeah, when she shows up, she just shows up because she has a crush on this teacher. Yeah, he's like, "This is a class for adults," and she's like, "I stole thirty five dollars, so you have to let me in." <laughs> and then they like make the decision to not treat her like a child. Yeah, it's really fun, and they just like read their sex poems. <laughs> yeah, they read their sex poems, and when like she like has a childish interpretation, they're like, "Oh, maybe, but did you consider this?" <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, but anyway, one of the guys here's my burn. Yeah, all of that was preamble to my burn. Yeah, which is one of the guys is called Justin, and he's the crunchiest hippiest one of them all yeah and when she first joins the class he says feel my aura (laughs) yeah and she says i don't think i'm allowed to (laughs) that's funny (laughs) yeah good all right well why don't we just um we've done our burns why don't we i'll just quickly i'll quickly say the rest of the movie and then we can do our poems before the break oh oh okay so um i don't i what anyone uh, I'll say the rest. Of the, I was gonna. I was gonna say the rest of the movie, and then we can do our. Po- well, we'll do yeah, our yeah, poem yeah, together. But just like, just, <clears throat> just to, like to give, yeah, the sex bugs, yeah, and the bed pots, yeah, like time to get ready for like the poetry section. Yeah. What, what were you? What was your your sort of run of show there? She. Well, I'm gonna say the rest of the movie. No, no, no. But I mean, real fast, the, specifically the poetry. Let's break down the poetry. It's part. a poetry movie, and it culminates with her doing a big poem. And so I thought it would only be uh, fair. And, have, and you did you have one for prepared? Us? No, we're pre- going to prepare one together. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. All right. So I'll just say it real quick. Anyway, Jamie Lee Curtis shows up, and then she starts dating Dan Aykroyd, and then they do uh, kill a boy with some bees, don't they? <laughs> well. That's a tr- pretty tricky conversation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get the, like the gun lobby on our on our tails if we oh, yeah. start to Be- bees don't debate kill whether <laughs> bees bees do 
bees. <laughs> Wait a bees second. Bees don't kill people. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin, they, well, and they, it's like Chekhov's like bees bump, like Chekhov's bees. Cause yeah. like, I don't know this movie. I've never seen this movie. Yeah. I know that, I know that he can't see without his glasses. But when, when you just know, when all you know is that something bad happens to Macaulay Culkin in yeah. this film. Yeah. But you're not totally He's sure He's allergic what. to everything. He's allergic to everything. He's like a frail little boy. And then he's um, like, hey, Martha. I think her name is Vader. Hey, Vader. Let's go kick some bees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they like, like, dog, you're fucking allergic, you're to, allergic everything. to everything. <laughs> so they, they foreshadow, like, they just keep foreshadowing his death. Yeah. Like there's there's a scene where they're in bumper cars together, Veda and or Michelle Chomsky. Um, yeah, Noah Chomsky. <laughs> yeah, I've been calling her either Martha Chomsky or Vader, Lord Vader, Lord Vader, and yeah. um, Jamie Lee Curtis are in bumper cars together, and it yeah. gets very tense for some reason. Yeah, because she's mad because her uh, she's her mommy's getting replaced. Yeah, but it made me worry that there was going to be some kind of bumper car accident. <laughs> Yeah, there might like, be. What 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 was foreshadowing and what's not? You know. Yeah, there's lots of fish foreshadowing. They're constantly dropping fishes. Yeah, and the fish are like just dead, and the fish are just dead, and then the camera will be like, "Look, <laughs> check it out. Really the fish look is dead. It's it. like a fucking Faith No More video." Hey, no, we're gonna go to the next scene in a second, but yeah. look at this first. Check this out. <laughs> okay, here's the next scene. Okay, let's do a poem for Macaulay. Um, I'll read this to you, but I'll just play the clip for the Baby Nation. Uh, okay. So, so they don't have to hear me. Here's what I think we should do. At the end of the movie, Vader does a beautiful poem for um, Macaulay. They killed him with some bees. And I was thinking we could kind of take her notes and just write our own short poem for Macaulay just yeah. to, to yeah. memorialize him. Thomas J is his name. Thomas J. It's very, it's yeah. very notable. It's very notable. Thomas they, J. Everyone in the film exclusively refers to him as Thomas J. Thomas J. Yeah. So this poem is for Thomas J. Yeah. Okay. It goes like this. Weeping willow with your tears running down. Boy. Why do you always weep and frown? Is it because he left you one day? Is it because he could not stay? On your branches he would swing. Do you long for the happiness that they would bring? He found shelter in your shade. He thought his laughter would never fade. Weeping willow, stop your tears. There is something to calm your fears. You think death has ripped you forever apart. And I know he'll always be in your heart. So that's quite sad. Um... And yeah, here's and it's, I would just say like uh, to rate it as a poem. Yeah, bad. It doesn't scan. It doesn't scan, and it, she like loses her own sort of rhythm yeah. a few times. Yeah, and it, and it's like she's addressing the tree. I don't know. It needs work, but they all like it. Um, and I, maybe we can just improve on it. Um, I'm gonna need. Normally, I do the typing when we do kind of workshop. Shit. I guess it's implied that the tree is in love with him. I think the tree's happy to the tree is weeping because of his because he got killed by the bees. I think even though but the tree the, literally I, was holding the beehive. So <laughs> yeah, you were the, you were the one who dropped the beehive. Can I go back? I think that's tree. a thing. Bees don't kill people. Trees with bees kill people. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's the bumper sticker. I think that's the bumper yeah. sticker. <laughs> it's like Radagast the Browns bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So it's our turn to do a poem. And do we follow her like... I don't think we need pentameter? to follow her rhythm exactly. And in fact, I'm going to say that I, I will... I have a natural sense of rhythm. So I'm going to probably yeah. get us into hexameter or something like that. I need you to write it down. I'll just, and I'll just... I'll be there just sort of following... You're like... You're on the like bongo and I'm yeah. on the like... Or no, you're on the like... Maybe like stand up bass, and yeah, I'm on the bongo. You're on the bongo, yeah, exactly. But I, you are writing this, so pull up. A, oh, what, and I, you need me to, you, and I'm the typist. You're the typist, yeah, because I'm, I've, I'm here in the Airbnb, union? sitting on a bed, and I'm holding a mic in one hand, and there's just no. I'm in the, I'm in the podcasting yeah, hole. I don't have any hands to type. Normally we, I do All the right, typing. I'm typing, folks. You need to know this. I'm Normally a poor I do typist. the typing because Tanner fucking sucks so bad at it, and it's so frustrating for both of us. I never uh, learned, and how I'm to type. very fast. Or typist. swim. Thanks, thanks God, to Mavis Beacon. Thank you, folks. Teach your kids typing with Mavis Beacon. I can type so fast. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Ready? Yes. Should I do it as an adult, or is that just sort of like? Ship has sailed. Do what? May- yeah, fucking do learn it, man. To, you type so bad. Type. You suck at it. Get Mavis Beacon. Really bad at typing. Yeah. Yes. My okay, mom said she ahead. would give me... Here's what. My mom said she would give me $50 when I was in the sixth grade. She would give me $50, which was an insane amount of money. I bought a skateboard with it. Spoiler. If I learned to touch type at 30 words per minute. I will give you 50... Will you do me a favor right now? Listen. No, no, no. Okay. Listen. Yeah. Will you text your mom? Yeah. And ask her if she'll give me fifty dollars if I learn to touch type okay. thirty words per minute. I'll text her and I'll by, ask her by by like maybe October. A hundred words per minute. Okay, by October first. Yes, I will ask my mother to give you fifty dollars, and she will do it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Is that t- I don't have any frame of reference for this. She will give you is $50 two months enough time to learn how to touch yeah, type hundred you, words per minute. This is what my mom told me. If you work at it every day, yes, you can do it in two months. <laughs> Just get okay. Mavis Beacon. I'm sure you can get an emulator. Okay. 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 Listen. Text your mom. I will. All right. Here we go. Text her now. I want to see her reaction. I want to get her reaction. So she's in England at the moment. It's past midnight. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ready? Yeah. Are you typing? You're ready yes. to type. Okay. Not, this is not an ergonomic setup. Okay. Here we go. It's not union. It should be. This is why it should be union. Okay, ready? Here's my first. Here's my suggestion for a first line. Yeah. Oh, don't leave me, Thomas, please. Who's Odo? Oh, from don't. Deep Space Nine. <laughs> no. Oh, don't. <laughs> Not Odo. <laughs> That's gonna confuse things. This is sad. We want to make the creative writing class cry. Odo's sort of a tragic character. No, I'm telling you, no. Oh, don't leave me, Thomas, please. Oh, don't leave me. Can I make a suggestion? You've already made one that sucked. So I guess I just got done saying that everyone in the town exclusively refers to him as Thomas J. Okay, well then we have to figure out a new way of saying that so it scans. Thanks for your suggestion, Thomas J. Don't leave me, please. Oh, oh, don't leave me, Thomas J. You need to end with please please, because it rhymes with something. Thomas J. Don't leave me, please. And I thought you said we didn't have. We, any, we weren't meant to have anything prepped. I don't have anything prepped. This is what has come to me, but I have a thought for the second line. Okay. Thomas J., don't leave me, please. That that scans. Yes. It's great. 
I hope you don't get killed by bees. Bye. That bees. works. I hope you don't get killed by bees. Get killed by bees. Got it. Um, what about this? Okay, I've got a thought, and you can weigh in whenever you want. If, oh, I thought I thought maybe next verse was mine. Well, hang on. I've got a really good thought, though. I've got a good thought. Let me say it. If they do, I'll kick their asses. Can I say, and if they do, I'll kick their asses? Sure, but it won't scan. It will if you do and it. And if in, they do. You will. It will if you do it in the cadence of the girl who's I, yeah. doing the prayer in Metallica's Enter Sandman. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's the scan shit. Yeah, it's all, now I lay me down to sleep. I'm realizing you're yeah. right. <laughs> okay, and if they do, I'll kick their asses. Uh-huh. You can't see without your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Now you try one. <laughs> um, how does the how does now I lay me down to sleep continue? Doesn't Thomas? Now J, I lay me down to sleep. Pray my lo- pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I do- die before I wake, pray the Lord my soul to take. And then James Hetfield goes enter night. <laughs> So I guess I could do that part. No. <laughs> yeah, we could do um, that. If you want, you can just do the, the enter night, exit light, take my hand off to Never Never Land. Oh, so we're just doing like a Metallica parody now? I don't, I don't love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't love it either. Maybe I'll just do another verse <laughs> Yeah, of the poem following your lead. Thomas J, don't leave me, please. So it's, it's ba-da-ba-ba-ba-da-ba. I've got another l- lyric that's come to me if you want. Okay. No, go, go, go. Okay, you ready to write it? Yes. I'll miss you. I'll miss seeing you so often. I'll miss seeing you so often. They'll have to make a tiny coffin. <laughs> They'll have to. They won't. They have one. They'll have to make a tiny coffin it's a scene in the film yeah <laughs> um I, I captured it should i read it real quick yeah it's it's sad it fucked me up it's a tearful moment everybody sing the song and cover your ears fuck that <laughs> noam chomsky's daughter comes out to the living room they she, her dad dan Aykroyd, is a mortician yeah. and their house is a mortician studio yeah and the basement is where he does his dark work but there's coffins everywhere and at one point she walks in and there's a little coffin yeah, and she said, "Danny, how come that coffin is so small?" And he said, "They come in all sizes, honey, just like shoes." And that's a great what is that Hemingway reference? Yeah. And Lord Vader says, "Is it for a child?" Yeah. And he says, "Of course not." She says, "Then who's it for?" And he says, "Short people, very short." People. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Uh, but anyway, it is fucked up. But that's probably the, the coffin they'll use for. Yeah. Oh, you think this is all planned? Maybe. I think that the I think that the, the writers bees were of this planted film- and like. The like Dan Aykroyd happened to order a Macaulay Culkin sized coffin. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, "What am I gonna do with this?" This movie's fucked up. It made me cry. It made me so fucking sad. All right, give me a line for this poem, and then we'll we'll put a button on it. Oh, did you did you finish your? No, you only gave me two two lines of that that quadrant. I said it all. Oh, oh, you no, want you, you want to finish? Okay, you want to. I'll miss quadrant. seeing you so often. They'll have to make a tiny coffin. Okay, and then um, what about this? Um, and here's how. And then here's it. how. Um, Enter Sandman would go. Yeah, I don't need that. Hush, little baby, yeah, don't, don't say a that. word. We don't need that. Here it is. Ready? And never mind that noise I, you heard. Uh, milk me. Yeah. Okay. Go. I wish that you were still alive. 
I wish you'd never kick that hive. Good. Do you want me to read it? Yeah. Do you? Oh, you. So I did the whole thing. You've got nothing. You don't want to. You want. You don't want to. Doesn't put seem your like I need to. The fucking like, on this. Yeah, the fucking like, poet laureate is here today. Yeah. I guess it just came to me. <laughs> you were like the. You were like enlightened. You were like ascendant, <laughs> just flowing out of you. You should like. We should go. Pa- we should pause the podcast and finish this up later. You should go get writing. Get write some fucking poetry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Read it back to me. Uh, we got to give it a title. Um, coffin bees. Oh, um, hmm. That's not good, but we can maybe do something. Bees. Um, how about this? Like, what about our bees to meet you? Bees to meet you. And <laughs> again, let's, <laughs> let's wrap this up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm just firing on all cylinders today. I'm not, I'm going to say bye Jack. Well, we should come up with a pen name. That's both of us. Um, like that, like the, um, tax sheen ring. Yep. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> It's just T A K, you would say? Yeah, Tack Sheen Ring. That's pretty good. And this is going to make you cry. Okay, we'll do it over some sad music. Read it real, real pretty. Read it real pretty, and I'll put some sad music over it. Hello, my name is Tack Sheen Ring. <laughs> this is a poem I wrote with my creative partner um what's it called it's called it's called bees to meet you (laughs) thomas j don't leave me please i hope that you don't get killed by bees let me let me do that i hope you don't get killed by bees i didn't correct i didn't correct the first part thomas j don't leave me please I hope you don't get killed by bees. And if they do, I'll kick their asses. You can't see without your glasses. I'll miss seeing you so often. They'll have to make a tiny coffin. I wish that you were still alive. I wish you'd never kicked that hive. <laughs> Is that it? I guess it feels like it's it. <laughs> light. Perfect. Night. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, let's take the world's quickest break, and then we'll come back and do our hit segment. Okay. Let's uh, invite some friends onto the show Uh, that we haven't heard from in a little while. Tardis sound. Tardis sound. Tardis Tardis sound. And it's our good friends, Mr. Kiss. Oh, bonjour. I would say that. Am I I French, or is that you? Because my name is... Monsieur French. And I was saying I was saying bonjour to you out of respect. Oh. <laughs> bonjour, Monsieur <Yeah>. Kiss. <laughs> bonjour. Uh, My thank name you is for Monsieur inviting French. us on. Yeah, Monsieur French and you're uh, I live in a small garret apartment just outside of Paris. Uh, my wife yep. has left me. Uh, I am an academic. I have never tried Ooh, it, but time ago. I do know quite a bit about how to do a very good kiss because I've read all the books, even though yeah. it is not something that I have personally experienced. And you, Mr. Kiss, are a Dr. Manhattan-like character yeah, who lives sort on of the like, moon. I don't know if you've read um, <laughs> the, what is, what's the, the Oathbringer Way of Kings books? Brandon Sanderson, Way of Kings. 
Yeah, the Way of Kings book. I'm I'm a little Monsieur uh, uh, Mr. Kiss. I'm a little bit like um, the sort of assassin in white, just sort of this, okay. Like very cool, emotionless. Like I've just seen it all. I've done it all. I've yeah. I've done so many kisses that I've just like yeah. It's it's not even about passion for me anymore. It's just sort of encyclopedic knowledge. I'm like Brainiac okay. from Superman. Well, this is perfect. Collecting all the kisses. Because there's a big kiss in this movie, and... Uh, oh, and yes, and you're my san- handy sidekick, yeah. and we are here Travels to... Travels the world together. Monitor I'm going to in a French accent for what it's worth. The kiss. Yeah. Uh, and I guess I'll pick it up then. No, just please to kind don't. of you bounce past it over to I'll me. Do, I'll do it. And what is this? It is a, uh, <laughs> I don't like it. A very good kiss in this movie, is it not? <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> um, There's a big kiss in the movie. Famous kiss. Famous. One hour. Yeah. Fifteen minute. Yeah. Thirty eight second mark. Yeah. They do a big kiss. Yeah. Um, I think this is right after. Huh. She I don't remember. Try, she wants to try why. it. She's suddenly interested. She in watches. Kissing. She's, she watches she's her dad and Jamie Lee Curtis from True Lies. They, yes. Do a big kiss, and she's like, "Let's try it. We should might as well." And try she's it. she's also menstruating. Yeah, that's not necessarily so I think she's, relevant. <laughs> <laughs> it is because okay. I think she's preparing herself for her next phase of. She's life. like mad at him. She's she gets yes. She thinks that she's hemorrhaging. Jamie Lee Curtis is like let. Jamie Lee Curtis, I think, takes it too far. Yeah, for like... Because like, she's like, she's basically like, co-worker. I think I'm hemorrhaging. And then dad's co-worker, Jamie Lee Curtis, is like, oh no, how old are you? I know what's going on. And then like they cut to like afterwards, and Martha Chomsky slash Lord Vader is like... My mommy and daddy did that? Actually a very beautiful thing. And look, there wouldn't have been a Veda. I think it should be outlawed. And Jamie Lee Curtis is like, believe me, someday you'll feel differently. And it's like, you could just, you don't need to say the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, you don't need, I don't know. Maybe you do. Maybe you do. I don't know. I don't know. Don't take parenting advice from me. But like, I I have a boy. It's not necessarily need to say the whole thing at that moment. But maybe you do. Yeah, I guess I I guess if thinking about how that conversation would go, I would have trouble figuring out where the exit ramp is, but Yeah. Well, if that same movie was with you, they'd skip to like 20 minutes later and they'll be like, "So that's a 69?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, we would have gotten way past 69 in 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um so anyway, they are she's interested in, in romance now. Yeah. Um, and she wants to learn about kissing, and she yeah. wants to do kissing with Thomas J. Yeah. And they decide to do a practice kiss in the woods by the bees. Yeah. That's like their hangout spot is by the bees. Yeah. That's where they like to... Kiss by the bees. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sort of lounge around. So they do a big kiss, and she's like embarrassed, and she says... Say something is too quiet. Right. And he doesn't know what to say, and she says... Just hurry. Yeah. And he stands up and says... I'm the <laughs> of the United yep. States of America. And then she joins the in. the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And that's my question for you, Mr. Kiss, is uh, uh, should we be... No, you, I do the fucking French accent. It's out of respect for <laughs> you. I don't want us both to be doing it. Okay. Should we be saying the national anthem? And should I say the French national anthem? After it's a big kiss, or this is something I wanted to discuss, and I guess you're Alors not the guy to discuss it de... with. 
Actually, that's not that's pledging allegiance. It's different from the. Um, oh yeah, do does anyone else have to pledge allegiance to their flag? No, it's just like a jingoistic American thing. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to consult with you. I yeah. guess. Okay. Although yeah. you know, I know your experience is limited, but you're like book smart. I've read it. all the books. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, this is a new technique for me. Yeah. And it okay. seems to work for them. They sort of like fall head over heels with one another. One of them does die. Well, sure. <laughs> but I think that's like not totally relevant to the kiss. Hey, what well, can we say this for folks listening at home? Can we just like do a survey? Next time you do a big kiss. Yeah. As soon as you're finished with the kissing portion of the evening. Yeah. Stand up, pledge allegiance to flag. See, and then report back in. Yeah. How it goes. Tell us if your partner joined you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because Lord Vader does join Thomas J. And yeah. It seems to, I, it works. Like the, the mood like is immediately and like. Sometimes with stuff like diffused. that, it's about just being open, you know? Yeah. So if they don't, if they don't stand up and join you when you're like, hey, Leave I want to try, say, honey, I want to try something new tonight. <laughs> yeah. And then lean in for the kiss. Lean in for the kiss and then pull immediately back because that's yeah. what Lord Vader does. And then stand up on the bed or next to the bed, whatever, and pledge allegiance to the flag. And if they don't join you, you know what? Find somebody who's worthy of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You deserve it. Yeah. You deserve it. You're worthy. You're, You're worthy, worthy. Of, of someone who will stand up next to you and recite the Pledge of Allegiance. Yes. Exactly. Or at least like show interest. You said you wanted to try something new. Maybe it's a little too jingoistic for them. Yeah. <laughs> or do something else. It doesn't have to be the Pledge of Allegiance. Maybe yeah. it's the French National Anthem. It and could do be, it, Jack. Yeah, La Marseillaise. Yeah. Do it. Allons au fond de la patrie, le jour de roi you go. est arrivé. Jack knows it. And the Italian? Um, Hit us. I used to know it, but I can't remember. Uh, listen, uh, uh, goodbye, Mr. Kiss. Oh, no, I'm being sucked into the wormhole. <laughs> oh, please take me with you. I'm so lonely. <laughs> um, I just got a text from my wife, Sarah. She said, please hurry. Um, oh, okay. I, it's late here, and I am in charge of cooking dinner, and she's so well, hungry. Well, and she heard you promising a, a big kiss. Yeah, and she heard. Yeah, I think that's what it was. <laughs> I think that's what it was. She was listening outside the door, and she was like, oh, we, we're going to try something new tonight. <laughs> Please hurry. Please hurry. Um, we've got a little hit segment that we like to do that's called On the One Hand. Yeah. And we like to bring in our good friend, Arbiter Tanner. Yeah. Nude. As Give me your shorts. Born. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually wearing a, a very soft pajama shorts at the moment for Lance Give them to else. me. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Ah, this is much better. Yeah. <laughs> I have all I have on is soft pajama shorts and all and all Jack doesn't have on is any bottoms. And that's great. Yeah, I'm just wearing a top. Yeah. Uh, you know, and some headphones. Yeah. Uh, what we like to do with this hit segment is uh, I've pulled a number of positive and negative reviews of this movie, and we're going to kind of judge who is the best and who has the the best case to make. And we're going to try to leave our own opinions at the door. I liked this movie. <sighs> yeah, I liked it too. And it does get very sad, and I don't think we've really explored why. And I they kill a boy with some bees, don't they? To. They kill a, a uh, they murder a small child with some. Who's bees. they? The, uh, oh, Brian, Brian Grazer. Yeah. <laughs> what a He's villain. like, that's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's a bees. <laughs> and he uses a he my uses girl, a fucking, your bees. He uses a tree to do it. And yeah. we've cycled like yeah. 
You're gonna, they're gonna be all over us, Jack. Yeah, I, I was trying to is... get us off of this. Everybody, press one on your phone if you want merch that says "Bees don't kill people; trees with bees kill people." Because <laughs> <laughs> I want that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I think we've set the whole movie. It like helps. I guess it helps her like kind of re- like reunite with her sad dad a little bit. That's it. That's yeah. All the and she makes she makes it. new friends. She makes new friends. Judy. The mom is really sad. The mom of Macaulay Culkin. She's so sad. There's. It seems like that. Ooh, just killed, a, me. Yeah, killed me. Killed me. Killed me. Because uh, uh, Anna Shumsky says to her yeah. in mourning. Tell us he'll be all right. My mother will take care of him. Oh yeah, that's so fucked his, up. Yeah, her dead mother will yeah. will be his mom, heaven mom. <sighs> Tough stuff. Um, okay, I've got. So I went to Rotten Tomatoes where I normally pull these reviews. <sighs> Arbiter Tanner, are you okay? Just got something in your eye. You need some Oakleys. <laughs> yeah, let me put on my Oakleys. <laughs> um, uh, Rotten Tomatoes said uh, there are no user. They're reviews. not Oakleys. They're famously not Oakleys. Oh really? What are they? I think they're like big, like blue blockers. Okay, you know, fine, like, like Ray Bans. People get it. I went to Rotten Tomatoes where I normally pull user reviews, and it yeah. said there are no audience reviews for this movie because uh, it hasn't been released in theaters yet. <laughs> I think, oh, they're still waiting for the theatrical re-release. I think re-release. Rotten Tomatoes is in denial. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're just like, yeah, this didn't. Yeah, this movie hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah, it just hasn't happened. It hasn't happened. Um, but I tricked them because I was able to find some reviews on Amazon. Oh, okay. Right, okay, great. So um, I've got some positive reviews and some negative reviews. We're going to kind of rush through them a little bit because my wife really wants me to make her dinner. Um, mm-hmm. That's what you're calling it. On the one hand, W.M. Hodges gave this film five out of five stars on May 29th, 2021, with his or her review entitled, Very Entertaining. And here's what W.M. Hodges says. Watercolor me, Hodges. Yes, watercolor me, Hodges. It's about Hodges Swallow, the painter of the covers of the Babysitter's Club books. Yeah. And here's what... W.M. Hodges says in his his review entitled, Very Entertaining. Entertaining is such an odd choice of word to describe this film. Here's what the review says. Very entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) I would, that's not how I would describe this film. (laughs) But he he thought it was so right, he said it twice. Our old boss used to do a very annoying thing. I guess it was like, Now I'm trying to decide whether it was annoying or actually very, like, dang, that works. Yeah. Was he would send you an email where he would say what he wanted to say to you in the subject line, and then in the body of the email, just write message and subject. Yeah, extremely annoying. Extremely (laughs) annoying. Outrageous. Here's what C. Whitaker says. Five, if you do this, you're, don't stop doing it, listeners. This is a PSA. Don't do that. You know what else so you, people used to say in the old days? They would say EOM. End, end of, of message. message. Yeah. Yeah, I know when the message ends. It's when the message is. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Here's what C. Whitaker says in their five out of five star review for this film. Did you just freeze? No, I was waiting for you to come up with someone for C. Whitaker. Oh, um, Forrest? C. Yeah, Forrest. a lot of people don't know that his uh, Forrest is his middle name. Yeah, C. Forrest Whitaker. And his first name is? Carlos. Carbonara. <laughs> okay, perfect. Here's what they say, and their their review is entitled "Entertaining Movie." Yeah, and here's what C. Whitaker has written in their review: 
entertaining movie. Okay. And where are these reviews? Amazon? Amazon. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of similar vibe. I Here's what I'm worried Hodges. about. Yeah. I'm worried that Brian, maybe to kind of cover his tracks, because yeah. he's a pretty nefarious dude. Yeah. Killing Macaulay Culkin, using that tree to kill Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Yeah, or yeah. bees, and I don't want to. I don't want to have the argument about yeah, whether we he can't, used the tree or the bees. We can't bees to litigate kill. this. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he's hired like a bot army to come and just say, yeah, yeah that that's very entertaining movie because it's very obviously not. It's extremely, not. extremely upsetting. Is a better way of yeah, very upsetting movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's what Laura Clement says uh, in her five out of five stars review for this film entitled "Thanks for Fast Deliver." Oh, okay, perfect. Laura Clement says. My daughter had to write a college paper on this movie. Hmm. <laughs> I think that's Brian's bot army again, trying to get this like into the. If he can get it oh, into the, the like full message? textbooks, yeah, yeah. What, what was the business about the fast delivery? The the title of the review in Amazon, they, the reviews get titles, unlike Rotten Tomatoes. No, no, no. I know. I'm just I'm trying to figure out why she said that. I think she must have ordered the DVD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. For her daughter. Okay, I've got one more five-star review. This is Krisha Ayala. Okay. She gives this film five out of five stars on November 19th, 2017. And she says, really cute movie. Crying my soul out. Yeah. Yeah. First part of that, wrong. Second part of that, Yeah. hard truth. Now we're finally getting into some hard truths. Yeah. Okay, I've got a, uh, I've got five one-star reviews of this film, Arbiter Tanner, and then we'll have you um, a judge, and then we will leave quickly so I can make dinner. Arbit- arbitrate. Arbitrate. Can't really say I'm... Yeah. No, we'll I get like it. A, yeah. <laughs> Trademark infringement. On the other hand... Yeah. Leanne gives this film one star out of five stars in her review entitled Super Sad and a Little Creepy. Yep. She says, if I had known what was going to happen, I wouldn't have watched. If you want to know what happened, click read more. Okay. Where she lives is creepy. Her best friend dies. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, there was like some kind of gate to keep me from reading the spoiler. So she she was ready to tell everyone that where she lives is creepy. And she's not. here's, Here's the thing, though. Yeah. Is there more? No, that's it. I'm ready to arbitrate. I've got some more negative reviews. Okay, hit me. Okay, but I am ready to arbitrate. Okay, I'm going to say these real fast. Okay, William Allen gave this movie one star on June William th- Allen, June 10th, 2021. William Allen. William Allen. Okay, sure. And he says, "How do I cancel this show? Very boring. <laughs> <laughs> Not a show, William." <laughs> You can't Brian, Brian is sitting in his grave right now. <laughs> He's try- He is like fucking weeping his fucking soul out too. And he was just like, how do I get to this <laughs> Which button turns it off? <laughs> Scott Jenkins on September 9th, 2000 gave this one. Is that your cat Jenkins' yeah. first name? Yeah. It turns out his name is Scott. We just call him by his last like name. Like our friend? It's formal. Yeah. <laughs> he gives this film one out of five stars in his uh, review entitled, A Good Movie? Question mark. Get a life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That, 
kind of hurts. He says the following thing. Who the heck wants to see a movie with a sad ending? I felt worse than disappointed when I went to see it. If you ask me, I think either whoever wrote the ending lost his mind or some dumb, stupid focus group for studio executives made it that way. I definitely agree with George Lucas's resentment about Hollywood and the way most movies are written these days. Studio executives who give more of a darn about ratings than art just don't know what the stupid they're doing. Save your money for wow. happier endings. What a... Huh. What a challenging thought that all movies have to have happy endings. Yeah. Or else they're not worthy of your money. Yeah. I'm ready to arbitrate. Okay, hang on. One more. Okay, hit me. One out of five stars, R.S. Jones says the following thing. Uh, it's uh, it's R.L. Stein. Um, yeah. But he's cut the L. Yeah. And he's truncated the sign to... Yeah, <laughs> to Jones. Jones. All you need to know is a boy gives his... No, to l- S, and then he's added Jones. Okay, thank you. Yeah. All you need Sorry, to know I just is needed a, thank you. I need to clarify. No, thank you. Yeah. All you need to know is a boy gives his life for a girl's ring. Uh, he goes back to find her mood ring. That's why. Oh, uh, I guess that's true. Things. Yeah, she's very proud of this mood ring, yeah. and it falls off her hand. Um, and then he's, and he goes back to look for it. Wow, she does kill. She kills him. R.L. Stein says the following thing. Oh, and the girl has a godless point of view on death. She thought the boy needed his glasses after death. Someone, please. Tell her he is in heaven and not just a corpse that is doomed to rot in the ground. Death is natural and at the same time tragic, but there is a God, there is heaven and hell, and I'm sure any little kid that dies is in heaven. In a movie with such tragedy, the father should have explained the afterlife to his daughter. You know, that was kind of a bummer, and I'll just leave it with one last review from TLN379, one star in their review titled Doesn't Play in Canada. Pretty disappointed with the DVD. When we tried to watch it, it's marked UK and not playable on Canadian technology. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm not crying. You're crying. (laughs) Yeah, wow. Oof. (laughs) What are those ninjas cutting onions in here? the movie was sad. Yeah. We have to go Um, so fast. What do you say? Arbitrate. So it's um, whomever, uh, the one I liked. The funny one. It was Leanne who said, left a gate and then was like, the boy dies. (laughs) Yes, and I thought it was very courteous yeah. to leave a gate. Here's my, the only thing I would disagree with her on. That was a one-star review. Yeah, five I'd keep stars. the review exactly the same. I would just make it five stars. Yeah, We yeah. Do, do have to leave. We have to go. Um, uh, I'd like to thank you, Arbiter Tanner. I guess we don't have time to get rid of regular Tanner. Oh, he's gone. I'm back. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, so very much for bearing with me. I'd like to thank the Baby Nation sex bugs so very much for bearing with us. Um, we do love and kiss you all day and every day and all throughout every single day. Um, this week we, uh, oh, please subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash BSCC podcast and join our Facebook. It's, uh, baby nation on Facebook. You must do those two things. Please just, we'll just wait. Just do it. Do it Go now. Go do it right now. Please. Yeah, we'll um, wait. All the remains. Jack's wife is yeah, starving to death. She's starving to death. Get on you it. You could help. Um, and also support the show at bit.ly slash rattlesnake Jake. Thank you to everyone who has done that. Yes. Folks, this week we watched a movie. The movie we watched was called My Girl. It's about a boy who dies from bees in trees. The tree, It's trees that did it. Next week, we are going to be watching a little movie called I Only Wrote Down One Thing. I wrote down Serendipity. We'll maybe change it, but that's what I've written. Tanner and okay. I are going to have a confab afterwards and see whether it's serendipity or not. And we'll post in yeah. the Facebook group if it's not. Yeah, okay. Um, all that remains is for me to say that this week I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring. I've written down here, I hope that you find your Thomas J. ever after. That doesn't really work, does it? It doesn't work. It's also kind of fucked wow, up. And you were, so I guess you lost lost the muse, huh? Yeah, I lost it. Yeah. Now you're just, you're, you're milked dry. 
Uh, Do you want me to come up with one? I hope you find your no more bees ever after. That's from Wicker Man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I hope you find your pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. That doesn't rhyme with anything. For which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with truth and justice for all. No. I'm in. I guess I've lost it. I didn't. I guess I, at one point I definitely knew the Pledge of Allegiance. Can I? I can't do it all anymore. Um, you recently just learned it, right? You had to prove that you're in love with America before you could enter. I okay. I've got it. I've got it. I hope Sarah finds her fusilli ever after. <laughs> <laughs> you might be childhood friend.